You never fancied coaching, did you? You were never likely to go down the coaching route? No, uh, I just, I just, I just knew myself. I couldn't be able to do it. Uh, I'd get so frustrated. I'd, I just couldn't. I didn't have a, a feeling about it. Uh, I liked the, the actual uh, scouting aspect of it. I, li- I like that, uh, going to see players and spotting players. Uh, that would come to me more than, than the coaching and get me badges. But I, if, if it was something about what I was probably picked to choose, it would have been the scouting. And one thing I can say that you were never going to go down was the media route, because that wasn't for you either, was it? <laughs> no, I hated it, to be honest. Absolutely hated it. Uh, no, it was just, I always thought I'd keep myself to myself and let other people do the talking, but I just I just didn't enjoy the media one bit. I didn't. You made stuck to it though, wasn't he, Ozzy? He's never off the telly, is he? Um, yeah, he was. One, he was one of them. Ozzy doesn't know what he wants to do after time. To be honest, yeah, he's he was doing his coaching badges. Now he's doing the media, and he's, he's good. To be honest, I, I like seeing him. Uh, but I, I think I like to see him a bit more. He's he's gone off the radar a bit now. <laughs> you and him were very close from a very young age, but totally different characters. Um, yeah. Um, I think he's gone a bit more. Like we we are to be honest, obviously, growing up in Scam and he was a bit more posher. He thought he was anyway. Um, but no, he's come down to our level in a way of just wrecking people's heads and it's just annoying. But he's one of them. Yeah, I've grown up since since I seen him was nine or ten with Ozzy uh, right the way through, and uh, he's still a good friend to be honest. Do you ever miss playing? Do you ever wake up on a Saturday morning and think, I wish I was getting my gear ready. I wish I was putting the boots on again. Uh, not really now. I I did a little bit, and that's when I started playing for uh, yeah, now and up in uh, Scam, uh, Posse's brother-in-law. So I started playing for them, and I was enjoying it. I was, uh, I liked it. It was something different, and it was a runabout. Uh, actual the training and the and the playing, I didn't really miss. So I also went. I was also going to the gym here uh, three times a week with obviously Ozzy and Tony Bellew and Stubbsy and Quayley and Billows. Um, so the banter was there for all that, and it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. So I didn't really miss it that much because obviously I had that to, to look forward to. So not really so much. Now I thought I would have, but no. You say it's so matter of fact, but to leave a Premier League football club and sign for the Hare and Hounds in Skelmersdale is some is some transfer. How did that come about? It was just it was just Neil to be honest, and Ozzy saying yet yeah, he would. Ozzy said he would as well. Was, I think it was after a, a night of ale. I think, <laughs> um, but. He wouldn't leave me alone. I thought, okay, I will. I'll just do it. Obviously, Sunday playing over Sunday, and it was okay. It was one of them. It, like it was good seeing the lads and obviously playing. I, I grew up around Saturday and Sunday with my dad, so uh, it was it was no strange. Did the opposition players get a bit of a shock when they trotted out and they were they were up against you? Uh, it was okay to be honest. Uh, there was a few scary moments. Obviously, uh, they're obviously a bit slower than I was <laughs> so I had to jump out to a few challenges but uh, no it was good you were target because some, surely somebody would want to go back to the pub a Liverpool fan saying I didn't half clobber Tony Hibbert there today no to be honest no it wasn't it wasn't any of them it was just obviously uh, Sunday league in a way of just missed time and stuff but I never ever got talked or clobbered it wasn't it, was, it wasn't like that uh, but it was good it, it, was a, it was a good laugh and it was a good like obviously a run out every Sunday it was they were good games and to be honest it helped because we were a good football team. The lads what were playing, I was, to be honest, I was really surprised. They were really good footballers and they liked to play football. So it, it was good. It, it was enjoyable. Um, I think we won the league as well. Sure. No, joking, aren't you? <laughs> uh, 
I think what I won the league in, in, the, in the, my second season with them, I think. Um, but no, it was good. It, it, the whole thing was brilliant. It was. I, re- I really enjoyed it. I can imagine you slotting right back into Sunday League because you've never been an archetypal Premier League footballer. You never went into the to, for the for the, the flash cars, the flash gear. You, you, you're the same boy that joined Everton as a kid, and that's that's probably down to your upbringing. You'll say. Yeah, like I said, I got brought up with Saturday and Sunday league with my dad from when I was a kid, still in nappies. He'd be playing and I'd be left on the, the sideline with his mates. Uh, grew up in the pubs, straight after football. I was always with my dad. So I grew up with all that, that more or less world of uh, Saturday and Sunday football. Uh, so it was, I wasn't strange at one bit and I, I like it. I still even go today, to be honest, to watch my dad play football when he does anyway. Is he still having a go, your dad? He's trying to, yeah. He's trying to. I don't think he'll ever stop, but... It is. It's, I've always done it. I've always watched them, even when I was playing. I'd always go and watch watch the lads. So it was something that it wasn't. It wasn't a shock, and it was just it was just an enjoyable thing in, in my pastime. Do you still see some of the boys from the nineteen ninety eight FA Youth Cup winning squad? I don't. I see Borley. Uh, that's about it. Uh, but I haven't seen anyone for ages. Ages. When you look back at that squad, it's probably probably only Manchester United's class of ninety two produced a better youth side with regards to professional careers because seven of that FA Youth Cup team played in Everton's first team and between you, you made more than a thousand appearances which is some going. Yeah, uh, obviously it just shows you of the academy, shows you how, how good the academy was and uh, the lads coming through. Um, it's just it's a credit to that to be honest for, for Everton. Um, yeah, it's just, like, I think that once you've got a good academy, and obviously we won the youth cup, you've got to go on. They've got to you've got to push on, and obviously the clubs seeing that, and obviously the lads got better and better. And it was only a matter of time if if you're playing against the top players in that time that you're going to go into the first team and play elsewhere in the in the first team. Was there any players that you played alongside when you came through the ranks that you thought he's going to make it, but he actually didn't? To be honest, there's a lot. Even even at the club, when you're growing up, seeing players come and go, you, there's the amount of times I thought he's definitely going to make it, definitely, and they don't. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's as as a kid, it's hard. It is very hard, but you also need a hell of a lot of luck. Mm-hmm. Um, the coaches need to like you. Uh, you need things to go in your way. It's it's one of them. It's it, it, it's it's not just because you've got the ability. It, there's there's everything around it. Do you know what I mean? The, the luck, the the dedication as the player, the coaches. Um, and the parents as well, so it, it, there's, a, there's a lot of factors in, into it, but there's, there's been a hell of a lot where I thought he's definitely going to make it, this kid's unbelievable. You also can't afford to rest on your laurels, can you? You can't afford to sit back and think, right, I've made it here. There's no shortcuts. Uh, no, I think but that, that's your bringing. I think that's how you are. I think that's got to be in you. I think, obviously, if you, like, you, make, you get on the bench, uh, you're in and around the first team. I think that could get to young kids' heads. Uh, the contracts they're on now, I think, is absolutely crazy. Uh, the young kids, when they haven't even done anything in the first team, uh, the stuff they do, the, uh, the mother coddled like the first team are, and they haven't done nothing. They're still in the trade. They still need to put, improve. They still need to keep their heads down and get to that final position where they want to, is, which is in the first team. And if that's with, if they're at Everton in the first team, or if that's elsewhere, it needs to be elsewhere. But I think now it's... It is the, the two model cuddles, I think. I think there's, there's too much around the game. It's a massive business that it, it is spoiling it with, with the young kids. It would do them no harm, in my opinion, to come in in the summer and maybe 
paint the terraces or paint the goalposts or cut the grass, help the groundsman, and maybe not go back to the old days of the apprentice, but do a few little menial tasks around the place just to keep them grounded. Yeah, definitely. I, don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that would be, be any any different to what was going on with us, to be honest. And but I think it it does it does help them to, to understand. Obviously, that they're still not made it yet, and uh, there's still jobs and still improvements they need to do. But I also think I think the money factor is massive. I really do. I think obviously I don't think you'll be able to change it now. But I think even if the kids go on a massive contract, I think they should be shutting in the contract that half it gets locked away somewhere. They're still earning it, but yet they can only have. X amount mm. uh, but un- until they reach a certain age because it's just the money what's in the game is frightening, frightening. What were you on when you first started? We were white, yes, all that was still going, so I think it was like £20 a week. And I was getting the bus and everything, so <laughs> it's it changed so quickly. It does, it changed. And obviously... It, that, that's a good point that you make. It's not the fact that it just changed. I think it's changed really, really fast because mm. you've, we've got academy players, as you know, once they're 18, they pass the test and the first car's an Audi or a Mercedes. Mm. And, and the, the mere concept of even an under-18 player getting the bus to training mm. doesn't happen. No, no. They're either getting picked up, aren't they, in, in chauffeur cars? <laughs> it's, it, that's how it is, and that's why it, it's changed and it has spoiled it with the kids. It, it, it's hard for the kids now because it's hard not to let it go to your head. And obviously the, the, the family as well, obviously they're getting looked after, they're getting houses, they're getting cars, they're getting money. So it becomes a whole package and it's quite hard to get out of it Mm. but that's the football now it's a massive game it's a massive business and it's changed massively and I think it's only going to get worse your dad missed your debut didn't he down at West Ham (laughs) yeah Um, to be honest to be honest it wasn't his fault it wasn't because there was a few times obviously we we went with the first team obviously I think me Ozzy Kev McLeod and stuff We we were probably regulars going with the first team just to sit on the on the bus really and get experience going down there and stuff like that. And um we we had the game, a reserve game, I think it was I think a Thursday night. I think it was I think it was against Man United, I think. Uh Thursday night it was. And obviously the first team was travelling uh, Friday and obviously I got told straight after the game Thursday, uh travelling with the first team. So that that was not no difference really. So I told my dad he's like, okay uh, West Ham, I said, leave it. Obviously, we were just, we just sitting in the stand. There'd be nothing. She was like, are you sure? I said, yeah, no problem. Obviously, my dad will have his football and stuff like that, so he didn't really want to miss that. So he, he, just, he just said, okay, straight away. Uh, and then, obviously, we get down in, and I think it was the Friday or early Saturday, we'd done a, um, a training session, which it was only light, but it was strange. And, I th- and the way it was, I think Goffey was struggling. And it was more or less for him. And straight after that, uh, the training session, uh, Walter, as we're walking into the, the, the meeting room, pulls me to one side and just asked me for some strange reason, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, are you sure? I said, like, yeah. He said, how do you feel? I said, I'm okay. I was like, what, what, why is he asking me this? He's like, uh, you're probably, probably starting. How do you feel? I was like, all right, there's no problem. <laughs> And it, to be honest, it wasn't. It was a, obviously playing out of a Thursday night and the pitch was bad at Man U. It was really, really, I think it was Gig Lane, I think. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really sandy. It was a terrible pitch. And I felt okay. But I think when he obviously said that, it was just adrenaline. It was just, it was just everything kicking in. And I, just, I was unbelievable. I felt okay. And as soon as I got into the meeting, I sat down. I had Ozzy punching me, saying, what's going on? What's going on? I had to tell him. And he was, he was, he was 
just couldn't stop smiling. He was just <laughs> giggling and everything. Can straight onto the bus, straight onto the phone. Uh, I remember getting onto the bus. I remember, I remember having Unzi. As soon as I woke up, Unzi was sitting in his seat, going like that with his hand. <laughs> Obviously, crapping myself, and I was like, nah, I'm okay. And I had Unzi doing that. And to be honest, then I think I went and sat with Fergie. I think we were sitting with Fergie by Fergie. He, he looked after all the younger lads then. Yeah. And um, When did you get the chance to film your dad then? He was on the bus. On the bus? Yeah, on the bus going to the game. And it's just, well, he was in the alleys, yeah, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, if he was like, oh, I'll come down, I've said, you're never going to make it, never. Um, So he was just like, oh, my God, and he was gutted, to be honest, he was gutted, but my dad knew loads of people down there anyway, loads of his mates were there uh, watching anyway, so he was in contact with them, and it was one of them things that... (laughs) You missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Your second game was in London as well. You, you came on as a substitute at Arsenal at Highbury. Thierry Henry, Vieira, Tony Adams, Martin Keown, Robert Perez. Was that was that a bit of a pinch me moment? Or um, did you just were you like were you the same as you were before you your debut against West Ham? Did you just take it in your stride and think, well, this is what I'm here for? Yeah, it, it didn't really. It didn't affect me. Yeah, uh, obviously. I think when you're young and, and of, you're brand new, I think you're either you sink or swim. It's one of them, and it's one of it's, it's one of them where you feel. Uh, I, I think most of the young people who, who say there's no pressure, you don't feel it. You don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's only when you start getting old and you get more experience you start feeling pressure of the, the games and people are watching and, and obviously when you need the points yeah and stuff like that and all the circumstances round playing in the first team but when you're young there's no fear and I, I didn't really f- think anything of of feelings about it I just wanted to go and play and obviously that's how it was and it's just it. yeah it's just it was just no difference you had Steve Watson in front of you I suppose if you were breaking through now you'd have a little spell out on loan at some point wouldn't you but it didn't really happen in those days did it uh, well Oz, Ozzy went out he went out on loan uh, a couple of times uh, it did happen but it wasn't it wasn't as often yeah. um, and to be honest it, it helped Ozzy massively playing uh, it did it, it, it was brilliant for Ozzy to get out and play he needed it um, but it was one of them that it didn't really come up with me uh, did you ever want to go out on loan? do you know what? no no, no I never did I, I don't know why I just never did that because I think I think I felt I was always improving and I always I, I felt I was okay with Everton. Never ever thought I'm, I should be in the first team, um, but I always felt I was improving. I was getting somewhere and I could see little developments in and around where I was I was going with the first team a bit more. I was training with them, um, the reserves. I was always playing with the reserves and stuff like that. So I felt that I was improving and didn't didn't think the need to go out on loan um, and it's just one of them things that it, obviously that's what I said about kids having a lot of luck obviously my luck was waggy and obviously having Walter and Archie there uh, who to be honest they were brilliant they were brilliant uh, playing with them and when I was training and it was really good under them um, so it was just one of them that I took my chance all ifs, buts and maybes you're a, a one club man a bit of a rarity in these days but you were the only one that played in David Moyes' first game as manager and was still part of the first team squad for his last game. So a lot of players had their ups and downs with Moyes, but he, he clearly rated you, which is something to look back on fondly. Uh, yeah, it looks like that. Uh, yeah, to be honest, 
when uh, Dave would come in, it was he was he was a breath of fresh air. He was he he was completely honest with us, and I think the lads took to that where he he was so honest. He, he come out and said he was, he was brand new. He's still learning. He still wants to understand the game and to bear with him. And he brought the lads all together to be honest, and that was really good. Um, he was he, he was he was obviously good to me. He liked me a lot. Um, and obviously, obviously, the way football is, you've always got to improve. So they've always got to bring players in. There's always got to strengthen the squad. If that's in your position, if that's elsewhere, they've got to do that. So I, un- I understand the football terms and obviously strengthening the squad and trying to make things better. So it's one of them that it was it was good playing under them. It was really, really good. Um, I liked it probably the most. And the way he, he had the club, uh, the structure of the club, it was it was a good place to be. It was under under David and the staff he had. It was it was really really a good to get in the switch. I think is is hard to find now. I think the way he ran the club that was to, to get in this was by far one of our strongest points. And he trusted you sufficiently to play your centre half at times as well, especially in Europe. Well, yeah, I think he was he was a bit unsure to be honest. I think. <laughs> uh, he knew I could play there. He liked obviously he liked the way I could defend. Um but I don't think he was total confidence until he did put me there. And then he thought, well I can do a job. Uh, I wouldn't have trust over him that way, but I would play anyway, to be honest. If it, And he knew that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that everyone I played under I would. I would play anywhere. I would, it wouldn't just be under Moisey. It was, it was obviously if Walter done this, I'd, I'd play like my David was right wing back, mm. so I was playing midfield for the years. So it was, it was one of them. It was, it was a bit all over the place, and um, I would just forever. I, I would, I would, I'll play anywhere. I would as, as long as I got on, on, got a shirt. I would do whatever they asked me to. We often recall that night we had the press conference at Goodison when uh, yourself and Wayne Rooney <laughs> signed you contracts and you, you, you admitted that you were the sideshow in the act at the time. Would you have dreamt even then that, that Wayne would go on to break all international records and be a Manchester United goalscoring legend? Did you think he'd achieve everything that he did do? Yes and no. Like I said, we'd seen a lot of young kids and a lot of people playing and you think they're definitely going to make these are unbelievable it was like that with Wayne you, you, you'd go wow this kid is special mm-hmm. but to actually someone see someone doing it week in week out and then obviously move to Man United and still do it for them and it was one of them that I was like well well, yeah it, it, you could see it as a younger age you see the players like that who should with the ability to make it and it's all due in all respect to Wayne that he did and he carried on doing that because like I say I've seen a hell of a lot of young players with Wayne's ability fall well away. He's one of the last street footballers to make it through, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. That was that was the thing with Wayne. It was he was never flash in the way of um big headed or the the hype getting getting to him. Mm. The the tricks he would do was not an anything like like not unlike a, a fancy player would do. It was just came so normal and easy to him in a way of he what never ever tried to do a fancy trick never but a little drop of the shoulder and he was gone or he would volley a ball from 40 yards straight in the top corner it was just so like easy for him with no effort and that's what made him so special he was he was a gift in a way that you can't teach that you can't he had it from a young age and it's just experience really what helped him right, right the way through it must have been terrific to be on the training ground 
I'd love to have been there when when this fifteen year old, sixteen year old kid come over and he was he was wrestling with Joseph Yobo, he was nutmegging people and scoring goals. The, 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 the players were already in the squad like yourselves, were you looking at each other thinking, oh, wow, what have we got here? Yeah, it was. It was one of them, like, like I said, he had no fear. And like, I think that's when you're young. It, it, it's just, he wasn't trying to impress. He wasn't trying to be any different. That was just him. And that, that's what I think with when you're making your debut or you're, you're, you're training, it just becomes normal. It, it just becomes a natural thing. And he was just doing the same thing, what he would do on the streets of Croxloff. Do you know what I mean? With his mates, he, he, that's all he was doing, and he was not making internationals. Do you know what I mean? And <laughs> chipping goalies. Do you know what I mean? For fun, it was just one of them. It's just like obviously with the when you had Stubbsy and Tommy and stuff like that. We were just looking at, at each other, thinking, "Wow, what, what have we got here?" And he just went on to prove everyone that he was—he's a world-class player. It's all about desire, isn't it? And I'm sure you played at times when you weren't 100% fit. You just played through it to be out there. A lot, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of times, yeah. Um, it's it was just something what to me. Uh, I couldn't, I, I couldn't tell the physio. No, I don't feel right. I couldn't. I've I've had fitness tests in in Moises early stages on Goodison with with Baz on the pitch and how I I'm okay. Yeah, uh, knowing that I'm not. I've had ankle injuries, everything going into games. I've been out for months and months and months. I remember playing two games in a week and I hadn't been I trained two days. It was just it was just one of them things that I, I wouldn't say no and I couldn't because I felt Everton is a massive part of me. It wasn't just for Moyes, it wasn't just for mates who, who were in it. It was it was me, myself, knowing well, I'm wearing I'm wearing the shirt of Everton, that's all I wanted ever to do. So for me to say no to Everton was was me more or less no, like I couldn't do that. Mm. I could not do it. You mentioned your, your debut earlier on. Push it right forward to your testimonial. And then I worked closely with you. And I know you hated every second of the build-up and, and being in the spotlight. But I just want to speak about the game. At any point when you scored the goal, did you think to yourself, we're not going to restart this game here? Yes, because I think, I think even... I think. Uh, Moisey, I think he even pulled me, and I think Rossi was was it Rossi doing it as well? They were saying, "I'm going to have to get onto the mic," and I was like, "No chance, no chance." I said, "I'm not getting on the mic, telling them to get off the pitch," and I was more or less saying, "Well, when Babby was there, I told you this would happen. I told you, and he, before or before the game started, he was saying, "No, do you won't, do you won't," and I was I was convinced, and I knew the fans would get on the pitch. I knew they would. And because there was a marketing campaign, wasn't there? Hibbo scores with yeah. Riot. You's done it. That's what I'm saying. You's <laughs> Not to do with me, that. <laughs> That's the same. Even Babby, like, the, the T-shirts and the banners, I was like, you're saying they're allowed to do it. No, it would never happen. I was like, well, cheers, Babby. Do you know what I mean? Like, but they will. But, uh, yeah, it was like, it was crazy. And they, they wasn't happy. Like, Afton's weren't happy. They, they, no. they didn't know what happened. Well, he wasn't, was he? Well... <laughs> That's, that's what I'm saying. It was just it was one of them things in the way of I knew it'd happen. I honestly knew if, if I scored, I knew to get on the pitch. Did you I think knew. it'd score. It wasn't planned. Nothing was planned. It was it was even before, which I was thinking even like before the game. And obviously it was Moisey wanted as a, a a good workout, a pre-season game to get his fit, and that done me head. And to be honest, look, I was like, come on, do you know what I mean? I know like it's my testimonial, and we're treating it as. A bloody fitness regime, do you know what I mean? It's just like I was like, okay. So we, I got my head around that, and then obviously before we, he was going through set pieces, and he even said to Baines and, and Ozzy, uh, 
no, take it serious. We want to sort it out and be like, and that was just like, come on, give me a chance. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the only time I'm probably going to get is probably this one now. And it was only that when Ozzy and Bainsey, when they got it and Bainsey was looking at me, I thought, well, I might as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't, didn't bother what Moisey was saying then. And uh, obviously, So you weren't there. even on penalties? No, nothing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It was, it was lit- literally uh, a, a game to focus on get in, in the league, like a fitness, a proper pre-season in a way of do everything right. Not a testimonial game. It's just like, bloody hell, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's giving me a chance. And obviously, when it did happen, and I th- to be honest, I think the ref helped me out a lot because Ozzy literally threw one of their players out the way um, in the wall. <laughs> so I think one of them, it was, it was, it was special, but the, the fans they were brilliant. When brilliant. was the last time you watched it back? I haven't watched it back for ages, to be honest. Um, I seen the picture, I've got a picture of me, me and Halley on the pitch, uh, what I seen the other day. So that's, that, I, haven't, I haven't seen the actual, the YouTube things or the videos, but that's, like I said, I've seen the picture the other day when we were going through stuff and uh, that's, that's about it. You still refer to Everton as we, I know, don't you? I can't help it, yeah, it is. It's, it's obviously watching all the games on the telly and I always look forward to seeing us and uh, having me moans about, about the club and moans about the team as it is now, but it will always be we. It was all. It will always be a part of me and the family, to be honest.